Welcome to the top 5 of death, where we kill our friends and talk about butts, 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 butts. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the top 5 of death. Hey, guess what? I'm here with Pro. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Top for Death. My name is Fro, as you can tell. I'm here with BWK. Hey, fuck the fans! Spoiler alert, because DJ's here as well. Hello, welcome to the Top 5 of Death. I'm your host, DJ. I'm here with Jeff. We're all here. And I'm here with myself. My name is Matt. I am uh, the person who came up with the idea of the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm here with Mr. BWK. What's up? <laughs> What's up, BWK? Uh, not very much. Not very... I been, I've been off, like, what, two weeks? Maybe two weeks? Huh. I don't know. Maybe one week. Fro was on last week, and I hadn't seen him in 10 years. It was just me and Fro. Let's uh, check the download stats, because I predict they fell. Uh, uh, people Jesus. would listen to the first, like, eight minutes and be like, oh, I'm here with, you know, so-and-so-and-so, and then they'd see that I wasn't on the episode, and they would delete the episode oh. and their subscription. <laughs> wow. What what is good? You know what I'd love to do? I'd love to look at early top five BWK and like his like personality and just like his supportive nature. I'm confident now, baby. Took him four years, but here we are. Now he's ruling ruling with an iron fist. Um, but we have a special guest here today. I wanted to introduce this guest uh, as if I was on a talk show. Uh, you can hear our guest on uh, her very own podcast called Conquest, uh, where they talk about all things... Uh, uh, comic book related and convention related and things like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, that's the the gist that I got from the uh, few episodes I listened to. Uh, I like it. You like it. Uh, all the way from Conquest, Miss Cat. Hello. Ooh. Good evening, everyone, or morning. It's it's, it's 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 10 I was going with the the late night talk show vibe. Oh, that's right. Or we could do like an early morning like today show vibe. Oh yeah, that's probably where Matt, I should have gone. <laughs> Matt is a very Matt Lauer type. What did you say? <laughs> Uh, hold on. I I don't know. About I'm that. a lot of things. One thing I've never been is a sexual predator. <laughs> if for any reason I am not confident around girls, <laughs> they scare me. So that's paid off pretty well since. Yeah, I would say that maybe Matt Lauer is not confident around girls either. I don't know. I maybe a little too. That's my. Yeah, I think it's too confident. Well, one or the other, for sure. Top five things wrong with Matt Lauer. Definitely doesn't respect them. Uh, Kat, so you are in the podcast game now. Uh, so tell me about your podcast. Where can people get it? How do they listen? And all that good stuff. So um, we are on iTunes as Conquest. And you can also find us on Podomatic as well as on the website Wasted-Minds.com. Wasted-Minds.com. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's your network, right? Yeah, that's our network. We also have Rhythm and Brews on there, which is my husband's podcast. Oh. Do you guys ever fight about whose podcast is better? No, because I'm... Because yours is better. <laughs> yours is better. <laughs> I mean, I have bias to mine, but I, I enjoy Tim's a lot. It's less stressful for me to be a, a, like a guest on Tim's and listen to Tim's because it's not mine. Yeah. So I, um, I love Tim's Rhythm and Brews podcast, too, but Conquest hits that special like nerd vibe for mm -hmm. me. You guys yeah, go into fun. like real deep dives on one topic, mm -hmm. and um, and I've been a guest. Yeah, you have. You've been on a couple episodes. Now. Yeah, so uh, it's really fun. And if you guys ever want to listen to me talk about Nintendo for two plus hours, <laughs> people do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get that qu a request sometimes. When any like Nintendo news comes on, we get like a message like, "Can BWK talk about this?" <laughs> and I go, it "Depends. Is he going to be on the show? Take it up with him, motherfucker." <laughs> because yeah, I know you won't be listening if I'm not. Jesus. 
<laughs> I'm confident, baby. Um, yeah. Uh, full disclosure, Kat did ask me to be on a show once, but I we could not get the schedules to work. I'll make no. it over there eventually. Yeah. We, we've got some in the springtime that I am going to reach out to you about. Ask me now and I'll plan for it. <laughs> <laughs> you can like reserve some time in May for yeah. us. It's my birthday. Can we talk about time. my birthday? Sure. <laughs> yeah, well, All right. What do you got planned? A uh, podcast? I mean, I got, I'm going to podcast mm-hmm. on Conquest for my birthday. <laughs> and so far, that's it. <laughs> Pretty solid plan, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd have a good time. Yeah. No, that's, uh, the show is good. Uh, we uh, we fully endorse it. Yep. Uh, they, de- they definitely deep dive more into nerdy stuff than the show's format allows us to do because we have to get through sometimes 20 items. <laughs> <laughs> so... It could be a little time. I didn't hit the timer on this for today. I'm such a dummy. Well, we'll start five minutes in. We'll hit the timer. All right. Uh, so this week's episode, uh, we're doing top five fictional places. Um, this kind of comes out of the Black Panther movie with the world of Wakanda. A lot of people have been talking about Wakanda uh, and how I saw it last night. The movie was good. Um, if you want to hear my full review, you can check out This Rules, This Sucks, because that's what we're doing. Uh, we'll be out tomorrow. Well, It'll be out yesterday, according to this recording. <laughs> I love that time jump I always have to do Wait, in my head. Wait, so you release This Rules, This Sucks on Sunday? We release This Rules, This Sucks um, over between three days of any time within then. it depends if Sunday to Tuesday? It, it, it comes up between Friday and Sunday. It depends on like if there's a movie that came out that we oh, got to go okay. see. Yeah. Um, we're, actually, we're actually doing a whole bunch of stuff for it. We're like, we're going out and like we're reviewing things. Like um, we have an episode coming up where we review... Uh, top uh, three of the top like tier chain restaurants. Ooh. So we've been going out to dinner to like review them. Um, some other things we have on, we're going to test drive some cars. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And we're going to do um, another one coming up is um, we're going to go do that um, sensory deprivation tanks. Oh, cool. Ooh, I did that. That'd be really cool. You, you've done that? Yeah, I did. How was it? Uh, it's so boring that it's kind of cool. So like... Uh, <laughs> You know how, like, sometimes people will pay for, like, thrills, like, skydiving? Mm-hmm. This is the opposite of that. Oh, okay. You literally pay for no sensory whatsoever. You pay for literally nothing. <laughs> you pay for to experience nothing. <laughs> but, like, uh, my experience was different than my friend Lane's who did it. Uh, for me, I was, like, so bored that I ran out of things to think about. And then I felt like I was kind of, like, flipping around inside the tank, like, like, kind of like Sandra Bullock in, uh, in Gravity. <laughs> I was like, wait, where am I in space time anymore? Uh, and you lose complete track of time. And uh, That's it, weird. Yeah, but it was really cool. I, the only thing is that you, I was afraid the whole time, I'm just going to fall asleep. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I feel like that's a very real concern. Like expensive nap. <laughs> yeah, a real expensive nap. I wonder if anyone's ever died in one of those because oh, they definitely. fell asleep. Definitely. Um, spooky. Well, we can check it out. Has anyone... Died in a sleep deprivation tank. He's googling. <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. An unusual death involving a sensory deprivation tank. It's First a, thing, there you go. So at least one. <laughs> at least Ooh. one. Oh, there's a story called flotation tank horror. <laughs> That's so stupid. And On the, getreading.com. <laughs> and the third, the third result is I survived my terrifying hour in a sensory deprivation tank. The cut. <laughs> I uh. I was in for 90 minutes. That's a long time. That is time. a long time. Yeah. Well, so Lane did a bunch of research beforehand, and he said that it's basically not worth it to go in for any time under 90 minutes. I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm the authority on whether it is or isn't, but I think it's true. <laughs> he said that um, he, or, or maybe I'm trying, 
kind of forgetting the story a little bit, but he said that he could see like a cloud of black smoke. So like he started like kind of hallucinating a little bit. Yeah. So it was like pitch black, and then he could see like basically a slightly lighter black cloud of smoke in front of him, and uh, that was like kind of like his hallucination, where I felt like I was like spinning out of control. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Just a ragdoll BWK body <laughs> flying around. All right. Well, let's get into the, the the show proper. So, top five fictional places. How were? Uh, what was your experience making your list? Kat, you said you had some trouble with your list? I did. I thought it was going to be really hard. And I put down the first five places that I thought of. And then I started to think of more. And then my list grew to 20. And I had a really hard time, like, narrowing it down. Um, but I also, like, I tried to think of towns or settings and not necessarily, like, a fake or not fake, but fictional place in a world like Central Park or something. Because um, I wasn't quite sure Central where it Central Park fall. from Friends? From Friends, yeah. So I tried to do like a fictional town. Hmm, okay. I have a mix That's of, how I made my list. I have a mix of the both. I have like some that are like just specific locations mm-hmm. and others that are like full worlds or lands or wild places to exist. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have... Uh, well, you'll see. <laughs> Good one. It's basically the same. I was, I was going to contribute nothing to that conversation. <laughs> I wrote mine upside down. <laughs> <laughs> um, circling back to Wakanda for a second, I was reading that some fashion magazine, I forget which one it was, maybe Vogue or Allure, said that Lapita Nyong'o was from Wakanda. They oh. thought it was like a real place. Yikes. Oh, yeah, so they had to issue an apology for oh, it. Oh, <laughs> I am... Um, just to piggyback off of that story of people not knowing. Great pronunciation of her name, by the way. Thanks. What the hell people don't know what they're talking about. I watched a, a video clip somebody uploaded of um, people talking about, it was some news story, and they were referencing like something somebody posted on like 4chan or like an image board, and like they were looking at people um, writing bump over and over again on the in- image board, Yep. and um, the woman's like. Which you know is to get the post on the right, front page. Right, it's to bump it to the top, right? Yeah. And this woman goes. The interviewer goes, "What is? Why is everyone writing bump?" And the woman, who was the expert, mind you, uh, said, "Well, that's in reference to cocaine. They're st- <laughs> they're offering cocaine for these for these pictures." Jesus, it was so dumb. And that 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 woman was not old enough to make that mistake. She was like, I don't know, thirty, thirty five. Oh I was like, "Are you?" Oh, but. So what you're saying is we can't trust experts. Absolutely not. <laughs> if you believe anything that an expert says, you're out of your mind. Uh, sorry. So top five fictional places. Who wants to start? BWK sounds good. Okay. <laughs> My number five is um, the world of Avatar The Last Airbender. The Last Airbender. Yes. Oh. Not the James Cameron Avatar movie. Not Pandora, which you know isn't what? fictional anymore because you can go there in Disney World. Yeah. That's and true. you know what I hate? Is that he named that movie Avatar when there was already a, a fully realized Avatar world. And when he named that movie Avatar, by the way, uh, it made me have to then specify every single time which Avatar I'm talking about. And oh, I'm talking about oh. The Last Airbender this time. Peter McKay is sweating. Oh, He's all riled it's so up. hot in here. <laughs> um, I didn't, are you an anime fan? No, but I do love Avatar and Korra. Huh. Yeah. Um, so what about the... And I like Attack on Titan. Yeah. <laughs> and Trigon. And, and One Dino. Piece. Hey, Cowboy Bebop. And One Punch Man. And Fully Cooly. <laughs> and Full Al- Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Oh, I like them all. <laughs> uh, maybe I am. <laughs> uh, so what... Uh, I don't... I'm... 
I know the show. I know what it is. I've never really watched it, so I don't know what the world is like. Okay, I'll try to do it quickly. So basically, people are born with the ability to control an element. Everybody? Uh, no. Uh, oh. Some just r- r- random people. You know, I think it's a, it might be like a bloodline thing. doesn't matter. So you can control water, uh, uh, earth, uh, air, and... Um, Unotanium? Heart. Fire. <laughs> Am I missing one? Oh, and uh, then in Korra, they introduce like metal bending and... Uh, so basically, what you, and all those things are they're called benders. So like an air bender is somebody who can manipulate air, and you have to train a lot, and then you can learn to like you know use. They're basically like yoga poses, kind of, <laughs> and if you do them right, you can manipulate air, and uh, then same thing with like fire and water and earth, and it just is like so cool, and they they really utilize that in such a unique way and we've seen stuff like this before where somebody can shoot fire or whatever but uh the way that the last airbender does it is just so interesting now then there's also this thing where somebody is born to be the avatar which means that they can control all of them and they're the, oh. o- they're the only one who can control them all and they're a reincarnate of previous like avatars throughout the oh that's pretty cool yeah so is that kid's name avatar his name is ong vertar <laughs> Ongvatar. Uh, yeah, so it would just be cool. And I think I would like to be a waterbender. I think I have the personality of a waterbender. Uh, Is this like a house? Like, yeah, almost. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, you're definitely a firebender. And Kat. Yeah. You know what, Kat? I bet you you could be, you're probably a waterbender too. Oh. I'd like to say you're an earthbender because they're kind of badass. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you're not badass. But I'm yeah, not. You're I'm too, really not. You're too gentle. <laughs> Waterbenders are like really gentle and, and sweet. And, um, I'll are, take that as a compliment. What are firebenders? Um, they're the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows being the villain is a lot more interesting. This show also has a really, and this isn't really like why I would like to live in that world, but the show also has a really interesting idea with through the, the, the three seasons of the first series. Uh, it's all about defeating like the Fire Lord. So it's the guy, the bat, the big bad guy, basically. Um, the Fire Kingdom is going through and like destroying and wiping out all the other benders, so that there's only Fire Benders left. Uh, and of course, Ong is the last Airbender. Ong Vitar. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they have to deal with like our hero of the series is going to have to kill this person. Oh. Like, how is he gonna do that? And the way that they solve that problem is so unique and beautiful and i just think that that show i was gonna say deserves more credit but i think it gets a ton anyway anyway avatar last airbender universe uh just so that i can bend some water what's the name of the place oh i don't know or i can't think of it how would you write this down on a list of top five fictional places avatar the last airbender world Okay. <laughs> nice and concise. That's, that's what I did. I mean, I'll look up the name of it, but that's what I did on my list. <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender Berg. <laughs> or also this Korra. Let's not forget. You could also say Korra World. Okay. Okay. Actually, I guess Korra World would probably be a little better because they at least have cars and stuff. Thank the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, my number five. Uh, my number five uh, is the uh, World Four. Uh, world Four uh, from Super Mario Brothers Three: The Giant World. <laughs> you want to live there? I, why is it, this isn't places we want to live? These are just top five fictional places. Oh, okay. I did places I'd like to live. Well, we already did that episode. 
a long time ago. Well, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is just my own take. This is why I like these places. That's fine, man. You do you, baby. <laughs> I actually was while I was making this. I was like, I'm pretty sure I made a similar list to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did places we want to live, but I don't. So I went like kind of the opposite. These are just places that I think are are cool. But you can do either or. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, yeah, but World 4, Super Mario Bros. 3 is always where it's at. Fro, you can't just walk in here. Hey. Jeez, Fro, get lost. Yeah, Fro's here. And I can't add you to the podcast because that's not how this uh, studio works. Yeah, so uh, go ahead. Keep going, Matt. Uh, so World 4 for Super Mario Bros. 3. When I was young, I uh, I used to always, like, there was a point in time when I was too young to play this game. So I would need, um, like my older sibling to get me to World 4 so that I could just play in World 4. <laughs> wow. Um, Fro, go away. You're not even on this episode. So? we asked. I asked you, are you available? And you said no. Yeah, and I'm now here. But I had to do my death at some point, too. Yeah, well, I'll call you in here. We'll, we want you to do your death. Well, I'm about to leave soon, so. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Fro, thank you for interrupting the show and really <laughs> ruining the vibe. You want to do your... <laughs> <laughs> When are you leaving? Uh, probably like... 20 minutes? Cool. Great. Uh, anyway, my number f- <laughs> my number five. Bye, uh, buddy. Love bye, you. Bye. Oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah, Jesus Christ. He just comes into the studio. Like it's like the- he lives here. <laughs> he really does act that way. Um, so rude. Anyway, so I, I had to Who get to. Who keys to the studio? We should have keys to the studio. Um, but level four, Super Mario Bros. 3. It's a big world. And when, I, when you're a young little boy or a little child at all. Or a little bitch. Oh, Jesus Ooh. Christ. That's, That's not something I... a waterbender would say. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a firebender. <laughs> um, but it, it, like, aesthetically is really cool because it's just, like, giant, like, bullet bills and giant Goombas and I do stuff remember like that. the first time I saw it, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it, like, blew my mind because up till then, all I knew was, like, actual size Goombas. <laughs> you know, so it was like this. Just wo- your everyday Goomba. Yeah, just like your run-of-the-mill Goomba. <laughs> Uh, but that's my, I don't know, I always thought that was a cool, that's always been like a favorite place uh, that didn't exist. Um, and if there's ever a game where like they have like a similar world of like just giant versions of other stuff in the game, I'm always like, this is cool. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just, it's always appealed to me and it's been since uh, level four, world in the, four. In this uh, scenario, do they still have those doors that you enter and then everything goes back to regular size? Um, in Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. In Mario World, there's like those like magic doors you go through, or Mario Three, there's those doors you go through, and then all the Goombas go back to regular size, and then you go go through another door, and they get big again. Mario Three? Yeah. I don't know, because I only played Mario World Four as a kid, and I only played around, and I wasn't really good, so I didn't really beat the game. When I got to like the point where I was like trying to beat the game, I would just get to the last world through uh, warp whistles, so I skipped it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they do anyway. It doesn't matter. Keep going. (laughs) Great. Well, that's it. Yeah. World four. All right. So my number five is the moon wreath from the comic series saga. Oh, I haven't read it. It's on my. No, it isn't. But I have the first two volumes. I haven't read it yet, but I heard it's great. It's one of my favorites. It's so good. Captain, you you got you got me those, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You get me four of them, I think. Yeah, I think I got you like the first three like soft cover volumes that they released. That was like so many years ago. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool world. So just to give a little background, there are these two warring planets. So there's Landfall, which is the planet, and Wreath is its moon. 
and they are two battling cultures but because they need each other they can't actually fight on their own planets because it will throw the rotation out of whack essentially so they outsource their war to other planets um Ooh, that's cool yeah it's really cool and there's this the world itself is awesome there's these really cool bounty hunters and there's so many different creatures there's a full race that's all robots and they have like big tv screen heads but uh wreath is my favorite because it looks it's similar to avatar but james cameron's avatar pandora where it's a little (laughs) there's lots of like a lush land and everybody there has these really cool different kinds of horns and they're all magical Hmm. they either are magically sensitive so they'll have different like accessories essentially that are magical like they'll have rings that will translate different races languages and they'll have maybe like a sword that will you mean like horns like sticking out of their heads yeah so not like trumpets right (laughs) so the main character marco has these really like large ram horns that kind of curl in on themselves um but it's just a really cool which planet are you a part of planet follower or reef oh you said reef yeah, so, I, I chose Wreath. Landfall, what? they all have these weird... Oh, Landfall, sorry. Yeah, Landfall yeah. is like where the prison is for any like POWs and... Jesus. Yeah, it's more of a military planet. It's not as cool. So who would ever pick that one? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> or would like to be on the prison planet, please. Yeah, no. Yeah, some people like dominance. I want to go there. <laughs> it's such a firebender. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of other planets that they stop on throughout the series. There's one that's, I'm forgetting the name of it now. It's like this really nice little quaint beach planet. All it is is basically like a lighthouse and a coast, and it's nice and oh, serene. So perfect for a waterbender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just settle down there, <laughs> listen to the waves. Can you burn shit? Probably, yeah. Sick. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> um, so, the but only campfires and only to cook some marshmallows. Mm-hmm. So, do you get the horn from the world, or are you just born with a horn? Every, um, they call them moonies. Moonies. Yeah. So anyone from that planet is born with horns. Okay. And the two main characters. So Marco is from Wreath, and he has horns. And then his wife, Alana, is from Landfall, and she has these huge wings. And they have a daughter, Hazel, who has both horns and wings. Is that like a Romeo and Juliet forbidden type of thing? Exactly, yeah. So they uh, got together, and word got out around the galaxy that they had created a child. So all of the bounty hunters in the galaxy are after so them hot. and after their daughter because she's kind of considered like a a, half a monster. Yeah. A monster. Yeah. Huh. But she's just a sweet little girl. Classic Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. trope. Yep. Can't go wrong. <laughs> it's true. You can't go wrong. I'm going to open it's these Swedish fish and it's going to pick up on the mic. Yeah. I can be case like, like, oh, I'm listening to it. put it right up to the mic. Just crinkle right in it. Oh, God. <laughs> Kat, would you like some fish? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Jeepers, age crackers. Matt? No, yeah, not so. yet. <laughs> uh, here, I'll put them here for you. Thank you. Right on my coaster. <laughs> Uh, cool. Yeah, that's my number five. Great. My number four? No, hold on. I'm going to go get Fro so we can do his stupid deaths. Okay. Between our f- fives and fours. He's only going to be here for the thing. We got to get this death in, so. Bro! Don't call him. Come here, please. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right. I guess I don't have to get up. <laughs> Why would we wait for you to get up? Well, the uh, what? I do it all the time. You, you get can, up. You get up and go. You can't have a nice conversation with Cat while we're while I get up for a second. Nah, it's impossible. Oh, jeez, <gasps> Louise. That's not what a waterbender would say. Yeah, you are such a firebender. Maybe I am an earthbender. <laughs> an earthbender? Yeah. No, you're a firebender. Two well. years ago, BWK is a waterbender. Current <laughs> BWK is, a, is an earthbender. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, I'm, I'm ramping up. I'm ramping up. <laughs> what, is there anything worse than a firebender? Is there like a no. penultimate? What about like oh, a... Oh, yeah. Bloodbenders. Really? What, yeah. what is a You didn't mention bloodbender. Well, they're waterbenders, but you're, you can bend blood and you shouldn't be... No waterbender should ever learn how to do it. But when they do, they've like truly crossed over to the darkest side. Oh, man. So that's the worst the thing that you can be. That's the best thing that you can be. <laughs> <laughs> There's this uh, one sequence in, in the series where a waterbender... Um, Come to your death. ...bends out the blood of, uh, of a rat <laughs> and then uses it to, like, whip chains open. Because she, she's, like, chained against a wall or something, and she, like, uses the blood of a rat to whip chains open. Are you ready, Fro? That's crazy. He literally just came in with no clothes on. And then he goes... I have to, so... Bear in mind that... Did about, you see that? <laughs> about five minutes ago... There's a towel on. Five minutes ago, he came into the room fully clothed. We sent him out. We did one We did one number, and Fro took his clothes off <laughs> in that amount of time. Um, so, But he's got to come in because he, uh, he won last week, so he's going to come in and do his deaths. And uh, speaking of which, I had a plug that I forgot to plug last week, so I'm going to do it right now. Uh, I have a buddy of mine. We talk about wrestling on the show quite a bit. And um, we talk about like um, how we go to wrestling pay-per-views and we sit in chairs, uh, specifically like in the fifth row and things like that. And my friend's band, they're called Deacon Bill, um, they wrote a song specifically about us going to fifth row camera side. Uh, that's the name of the song. It's called Fifth Row Camera Side. And you can check them out. Uh, I wanted to give them a plug. Uh, DeaconBillTooksbury.bandcamp.com. And the song's called Fifth Row Camera Side. The band's called Deacon Bill, and I wanted to give that some some love. Hey, Fro. That's a sick name. Deacon Bill. Uh, Fifth Row Camera Side, I like. Yeah. Is that the song title? Yeah, it's about us going to wrestling pay-per-views. Us? Yeah. Personally? He he never went with us. He wrote a song about us, his friends, going to, <laughs> and that's, what it, that's what's so cool about that's it. That's pretty funny. All right, so Fro, you won last week. You're not I wearing, did. You're not wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants. All right, so. I'm not. So let's hear these deaths from last week. And what was the episode title, Fro? It was uh, things to do with your taxes. Things, how to spend your tax return. Whatever. Shut up, BWK. No, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. <clears throat> so after Matt and Fro wrap up another session of the top five, Matt runs out of the studio and hops on tur- onto TurboTax to bust through his taxes. Oh boy, oh boy, he says. Talk, uh, talking about that new Overwatch statue has me riled up. I needs to get it bad. Genji boy. Matt cranking through TurboTax uh, missed plenty of helpful deductions that would have helped him pay for the statue and ended up having to pay nearly a million dollars to the government. Matt, distraught by this, hopped onto a game of Overwatch to calm his nerves, but was having so many bad games, he called 911 and ended up swatting himself. Matt was shot dead upon answering the door. Huh. Well, I could probably swat myself. (laughs) Possibly. Uh, I got to (laughs) sneeze. That was a sneeze? Yeah. Um, so, death, huh? Yeah. I get it. All right. That's uh, worth our time. Okay, everybody. <laughs> I liked it. What's to get? <laughs> no, I liked it. Well, it was easy because you only have the right one death. Right. So give him a mic for a second. Okay. <laughs> give me that mic. Um, what's up? So, uh, what's up? What's up? Oh, are we doing what's goofing now? <laughs> yeah, this now is now what's goofing. <laughs> All right. 
Sorry, guys. I'm taking over for a little bit. Uh, uh, no, not not long. Just, oh, okay. wanted, just wanted to say hi to the, the peoples. Hi. I missed the episode because I was at a uh, my car dealership all morning uh, getting serviced. You take that how you will. And, <laughs> and now I'm going to look at wedding venues. So. Oh, where are you going? Uh... I don't remember where exactly it is. It's Hamilton Hall. I forget. I got. Give away the address. I didn't give away the address. Hamilton Hall. If you guys want to be invited to my wedding, just uh, send me a message. Hey, we should, we should offer spots to our weddings. Yeah, we'll see. To if, fans. If, if people bow out, maybe I'll give one of you lucky fans a. Uh, I might. To come. Uh, yeah, that might be sick. I might. That should be a contest. Come to my oh, wedding. Donnie. Yeah, yeah. You can have it as yours. Right, fine. Hey, what's your topic this week, real quick? Uh, top five fictional places. Oh, that sounds great. Let me rattle five off the top of my head. Uh, cool. Go right now. Uh, Gotham. One. Wakanda. Two. Super Mario World. Three. Uh, Kirby's like Wooly World. Oh, four. And wherever Gumby lives. <laughs> a book? <laughs> any book? I guess, yeah, I guess he does live in books, right? Sure, any book. Yeah, so that's cool. All right. Well, you heard it here. I'll put the list up on for voting. All right. <laughs> Take a picture of him in his underwear. <laughs> All right. Don't Thanks, bro. Have a great life. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to get those photos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they'll be a, they'll be our Patreon. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> if you want nudes of fro, please subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Jeez, I'm a thousand can, apologies. Can I do my number four now? Yeah, go ahead. All right, it's Animal Crossing. All right, my number four is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Animal Crossing, the world. Yeah. It's it, so laid back. You can pay off all your debt whenever you get around to it. Quick question. Yeah. Is that the game that just came out on iOS? Uh, like uh, Pocket or something like that? There is a Pocket Camp on iOS, yeah. But that's that's like uh, f- pales in comparison oh, to an Animal Crossing game. all right. I played it for like a couple weeks and I was like, oh, it's just busy work. So I stopped. But uh, regular Animal Crossing, I guess, is still also busy work. But <laughs> but for some reason, it's way more engaging. And it, have you guys ever played an Animal Crossing game? I have not. I've watched you play Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm so sorry I did that to you. <laughs> Why would I ever make you do that? Is that the game where it might not have been you, where you spent like several days trying to get someone to come over to your house instead of going to somebody else's house? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sometimes they're like, hey, like you talk to an animal and they're like, hey, can I come over? Can I come over at like five o'clock? And they'll actually come over at five o'clock in real time. Oh, that's pretty cool. And if you're not there to let them in, then uh, they get mad at you. Uh, Oh, my God. But sometimes they'll be like, oh, they don't get mad. They're just like, oh, sorry, I missed you or whatever. And they'll normally bring you like presents if, if you do let them in and stuff. So. Uh, it's or they'll it. passive aggressively just be like, "Oh, you weren't home, so yeah." Or they'll, they'll straight I, I guess, up move like, out. Like it shouldn't have been really. Yes. Ooh, that's of weird. town. Yes. Wow. They'll and they'll send you like a goodbye letter that's like, <laughs> uh, "Hey, sorry, we never really connected, but I'm, uh, you know, I moved on or whatever." Like, what? So, what are some features of this town? Uh, so you build it. Oh. So you get to decide every almost everything about it. In the new Animal Crossing game, New Leaf, you're the mayor. So you come into town and then you're the mayor and you get to decide like, you know, projects. So I want to build a bridge. I want to. In the Sim you know, City. Uh, no, it, it's. Well, it's got Sim vibes to it. Yeah. Huh. Except they're cute little animals well, instead cute, of. Cute little, little animals. Yeah. You're the only person in a cute little animal. You're world. the only person? Oh. Mm-hmm. You're, wait, you're a person? You're a person. Yeah. And then everybody else is an animal. That feels really strange. It's like the, like the world of a madman. Yeah. <laughs> and all the animals are like so cute and cool. And they're all representative of your family members of some sort. You cannot name them. I can. Well, you can call them whatever. Actually, sometimes they let you give them nicknames. 
But uh, this sounds like the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> 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 For kids. They, right. they are totally an, like uh, beautiful creatures. Yeah. Anthropomorphic? Anth- Anthropomorphic? Yeah, they're that those kinds of animals too. So uh. <laughs> it's so is Island of Dr. Monroe. I can't believe that. Monroe. That's what I said. You said Monroe. Oh, okay. Either way. <laughs> Get your doctors right. <laughs> uh, so it would be really cute and cool. And you can also still invite other humans over. But no. you but you're the only human that lives in your town. But, oh. other, but other humans can come over. It's another dominance game. Yeah, this feels really, really weird. <laughs> okay, sorry I brought it up. <laughs> All right, anything else, BWK? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right, uh, my number four uh, is The Max from Saved by the Bell. Oh, nice pick. Yeah. I um, When you were like a young teen, who didn't want a Max of their own? Right. Right, like a place to go with all your friends, and it's just like, it it just looked the part. Everyone there had money to eat, which was great. Um, the owner slash waiter slash cook was also a magician, mm-hmm. and um, he knew everyone's name. It was the it was the cheers of teen shows. Right. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the max was great. I, I feel like somebody. I feel like I saw like a BuzzFeed article or something the other day where a place built it, or something like that. Oh, where yeah, like one of those like, pop ups. Yeah. Yeah, and it. I, I remember looking at it, and it looked great. Like, it looked, like, legit. Oh, yeah. When those pop-ups happen, they do it for real. Yeah, which I think is wonderful. I got to get in that business, baby. Kat, me, you, and Brian went to the Friends one, right? Were you with us when that happened? I was not with you. Oh. I wish I was with you. Oh, uh, I was the, there in spirit. The line was four and a half hours long. Gross. What? Just to get into the Central Park and buy a coffee. When we, when I went with Brian Babineau and uh, Dooley and Tim to New York back in like October or something, there was a Bob's Burgers pop up, but they had run out of burgers before we got there. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> what do they think it's not going to work? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A couple dozen burgers. Yeah, we'll make like four. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, but no, the Max was uh, was just so awesome, and I, I, I had something n- wasn't nearly as close. But when I grew up, it was a place called Ari's Pizza and Subs. <laughs> it's got the same ring to it as the Max. <laughs> yeah, it was a one-to-one comparison. Um, but Ari's Pizza and Subs was like my Max. Um, all the all, like all like at the time when that place first opened up, it must have been opened up by like young thirty-somethings because like everyone behind the sub shop was just like like thinking back about it now we're like young and like cool and like knew all the kids names and like messed around with us but they owned a sub shop and later on like one of them became like a history teacher at the high school so like it was wild um but they had three arcade games that's pretty sweet which was sick and it was literally between which three um it varied but that's where i learned that's where i honed my skills at mortal Kombat, which is a big part of my life attaboy uh street fighter 2 they also that was the only place i ever played um the game called Time Killer or Time Fighter or whatever. Um, yeah, it was a game wildly violent. I've only seen it there, and it wasn't there very long. <laughs> uh, they also had Revolution X, the Aerosmith game. <laughs> I Aww. actually really love that game. <laughs> um, I used to play it on Sega Saturn all the time. But it had a ton of games like that, and uh, it was awesome. But it was between my house and my middle school, and it was like it was like so perfectly located between the middle school and the, the town I grew up in. Or is this like after school? Everyone went there. And the things that they sold that I got every day, um, I got a fried dough, a side of fries, and a cherry Coke. 
That sounds delicious. It's <laughs> it's every that's, seventh grader's dream. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's like that's like if I would almost think that you were lying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, we can go there right now. It still exists. Um, but as time went on, um, people who like you know we all went there as middle schoolers, and then once people got like were like sixteen and got licenses, like the people that went there all the time, like started to work there and like deliver for there and like. So it'd be some free fries every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, or like I remember, like they would um, we had like little parades we would do um from middle school, like sixth grade. Like we would walk somewhere, and you would walk by it, and whenever you walked by it as a class, like all the dudes would like hang out the windows and just like hand candy to all the kids as they walked by. It was awesome. Yeah, that actually rules. Yeah, Ari's Pizza and Subs, good place. Truly did have a Max. <laughs> it was the. It wasn't called the Max. It didn't look like the Max, but to us. The uh, important question, though, was there just as many dance contests there as uh, there were uh, at the Max? No, there was no A.C. Slater uh, doing wild ballet or anything like that. Why was he always doing ballet? Was that part of his storyline? That like, oh, look at this tough macho guy can still do ballet. Is that what it was? Pretty I, much, yeah. I guess so, yeah. That's how he won Jesse over. Yeah. Showed his sensitive side. He wasn't just a pig. Yeah, it wasn't just a pig. Uh, the Slater dance. I'm gonna pull it up right here, so that everybody listening can watch it. With no, but we, we can watch it. It's just, but it, it's really wild because I remember watching it. It's unbelievably dated and corny AF. All right, so here we go. Oh, da- <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> this is like the least sexy dance yeah. of all time. He had too. so many of those tank tops too. They're just in different <laughs> colors. This is not doing it for me. <laughs> like it doesn't even look like good dancing. No, everyone Google the, Cat, sl- the Slater dance. No, Cat. it's not doing it for me either. <laughs> All right, that, that's my number four. Jesus Christ, we were so far behind. Cat, uh, Cat number, number four? four. My number four is Erie, Indiana. Oh, I love it's it. So close to on my list. I'm so glad somebody brought it up. Go on. I had three different towns in Indiana to pick from. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, I forgot a major one. Yeah, I was trying to decide between Pawnee, Hawkins, and Erie, and I decided to go with Erie. Yeah. Erie's where it's at. Yeah, Erie was the best choice of the three. So for anyone that didn't watch Erie, Indiana as a kid, it's basically if Twin Peaks, Goosebumps, and the Twilight Zone had a baby and it was on Disney. Mm. Was it on Disney? Yeah, it was on Disney and I think like Fox Mornings for half of the season. Or yeah. Disney might have run reruns. Um, was- why do I imagine? Why do I remember it on Nick? Because I didn't think I had this. I also remember on Nick. Well, we can look. It was kind of Are You Afraid of the Darkish? So, Erie, Indiana, this kid, Marshall Teller, played by Omri Katz of Hocus Pocus fame. Oh, the- oh. Moved from New Jersey to Erie, Indiana, and all kinds of crazy stuff happens there. Uh, the first episode, his mom goes to a Tupperware party to meet some of the other women in the neighborhood. And they're selling this Tupperware called Foreverware that they all go to sleep in at night to stay young Hold forever. On. You're blowing my mind. Was that not an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode two where the two twins slept in the Tupperware? Maybe. No. I'm remembering it as an eerie Indiana episode. I literally my, watched my all, mind of, is all of Are You Afraid of the Dark like two years ago. That wasn't, was that, an, oh my God. I For years I thought that was an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. There were lots of Are You Afraid of the Dark kinds of stories like there's one where his best friend gets glasses that allow him to read dogs minds somehow i don't know which shows are which anymore i that was, actually oh no sounds, sounds, sorry that the like glasses a, the glasses make him boring 
Um, <laughs> so does everyone else's. Yeah. It's literally like the exact thing what would happen if like she's all that, she put her glasses back on. They're like, yeah. eh, never mind. Yeah. But there is an episode where his best friend can read dogs' minds somehow. And then there's, do you guys remember Dana's boyfriend from Step by Step? It's like James... Not James Marsden, <laughs> Definitely but James no. something. <laughs> but he was also on Erie, Indiana, and he had this crazy white hair, and he would break the fourth wall all the time. But it just seemed like a really cool place where strange things happen, but not scary enough that it would be like living in Hawkins, where you're going to get possessed by another world's creature. But weird enough that, like, you know, your best friend can talk to dogs for a little while, or, um, oh, Toby Maguire was on an episode. What? He played a ghost. They found <laughs> <laughs> they found a letter of his in there in his house. Um, and Toby Maguire like comes back and haunts the main character Marshall until his letter is delivered to its intended addressee. This wow. sounds great. It was really fun. It only lasted nineteen episodes. Um, I'm looking bad. right now, and the the poster for it says Erie, Indiana, population sixteen thousand and one. Uh, 16,661, which I'm just now noticing is 16661. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, but this this show, I remember, it, like, made me feel weird. Yeah, mm. I think it, that was its intention. But, like, it, like, not scared, but, like, uneasy somehow. This, yeah. was the, uh, this was the show that had the episode where the uh, ATM made friends with that kid. Yes. That's yeah. the one I remember mm-hmm. the most. Because that one like freaked me yeah, out. Yeah, and it was like siphoning money out of the town's residents' accounts. Yeah. Yep. Wait, were the shoes? Didn't he like buy shoes? Yeah. <laughs> were they called assassins? Uh, no, that, I don't remember. I know it's The Simpsons, but I feel like they were. I gotta look at this. Um. Yeah. Wait, wasn't that from Strangers with Candy? No. What are those shoes? Mm-hmm. The ones that look like those. That damn sketchers that yeah. <laughs> lift your butt. Damn, that's a long lace. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What are those shoes called? I forget. I don't know, but it's that's crazy, crazy, uh, crazy, crazy. Really good pick, Cap. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So Erie, Indiana, is <sighs> my number four. Aren't you my f- f- friend? Friend. Oh, <laughs> so weird. So weird. Peter K, number three. All right, it's kind of one we already already did. Okay. Uh, it, but it's the Mushroom Kingdom in general. So okay. Not just the big world. Mushroom Kingdom. I get you. It's a good choice. Bigger umbrella. It's the world that Mario lives in. And it's the world I want to be a part of. You like those pipes. Love those pipes. And I'm going to marry a toad. (laughs) I'm going to marry Captain Toad. The cutest of all toads. Toads are so adorable. They drive me crazy. It's so cute. In Mario Odyssey, just like, they're just like... These little pudgy little things, like, Mm -hmm. with these big old smiles on their faces. Look at that Captain Toad. He's so cute. There in Mario Run when you can be Admit like it, little baby toad, Tim took a screenshot of it and texted it to me, and I was like, I want to punch him in the face because <laughs> yeah. he's so cute, especially with his big headphones yes. on. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I want to live there just to marry a toad. <laughs> <laughs> so is this toad a child? Are they kids? No, I think they're like full grown. All yeah, right, they're full toads. grown. Consenting adults. I'm just making sure. <laughs> I don't want to fuck a toad. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to squeeze them. Ooh, mummy toad's cute. Oh, I've never seen a mummy toad. Huh. Uh, yeah, I love I love those toads. Um, I love the world of Mario and all just like the silliness and goofiness. Especially in Odyssey, they like really like um, took it to a next mm-hmm. level. I think. So what 
uh, all right. So if you love Captain Toad from the world of Mario, what would you uh, want to avoid at all costs? Bowser. Because he's bad. <laughs> Just Bowser? Yeah, he's a bad guy. Just Bowser. <laughs> what would I want to avoid? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. Goombas, uh, Wampums. Yeah. I don't want to get I don't want to get mixed up with shy guys. Shy guys, those things are weird. I don't want, yeah I don't want to see what's under that mask. Mm-mm. What is under that mask? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not gonna like join Bowser's army or whatever. Hey, I don't know what you're gonna do, man. I'm gonna just race cars with my friends and enemies. You also just told me that you were like a waterbender, but you've been a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a it's just an act. I'm a waterbender at heart. All right, sure um, you are. But, but I bet an earthbender would fit in real well in, in Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. So? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I guess you got to be a little bad. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be really brave. You got to be brave. got to be bad. Uh, <laughs> you got to be bold. You got to be wiser. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'd, just, I'd race cars all day and uh, play basketball. What do you think minimum wages in the, minim- in the Mushroom tennis. Kingdom? Uh, eight coins an hour. It's probably a lot. <laughs> Actually, it's probably not that many. Cause what, I was going to say like three coins. Mario makes like a uh, hundred coins in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a highly skilled plumber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's top tier. <laughs> that, <sure. laughs> that union rate for that plum job. I love that in Odyssey, he actually does some plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> does he? That's funny. Yeah. I and, never played it. Um, so, yeah, I love that Mushroom Kingdom. Gotta love that Mushroom Kingdom. I can picture you in one of those little mushroom hats. Yeah, why don't you have one? You should wear it every day. Mushroom hats? Yeah. Yeah. Like Toad? Yeah. Oh, that's his head. Is it his head? I I thought it was his head for a very long time. And then someone told me recently that it was a hat and acted like I was dumb for not knowing that it was a hat. No, it's a head. Okay. I think that they even addressed that debate recently. Um, but why else would he be wearing a hat on top of his hat? Yeah, I don't know. Because in Odyssey, he wears a hat. Could be like the Emerald City, where it's just part of their their uniform, I guess. I don't know. Huh. Huh. But it would make sense that he's just a straight-up mushroom person. Yeah, he's a mushroom person. That's yeah. His, that's his... Why don't they call him Mush Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense to call him Toad, that's for sure. No, yeah. it's Mush Man. And you know what? You Actually, in Mario Odyssey, <laughs> the first thing you possess is a toad, but not a toad. He definitely looks like a, a fun guy. An actual toad, yeah. yeah. Uh, a fun guy come <laughs> on man that's a that's a easy joke yeah i actually think that there's a nintendo official shirt that has a picture of toad on it that says he's a fun guy <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny when they do it when i say it, it's trash no i think it's trash when they do it too i don't know look at that captain toad with his little pickaxe with his big pickaxe and that big what is he a captain he's of? ready for an adventure he's he kept he's the captain of a ship oh yeah that explains a pickaxe <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number three. A spaceship, not a not a watership spaceship. Oh, space bender. Uh, all right, so my number three is what? Da, 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 da. I'm pretty sure I know what it is off the top of my head, but I don't want to say it wrong, so I'm checking my list. Um, yep, uh, a classic, uh, a place where you never grow up, Neverland. That's a good one. That almost made my list. Uh, Neverland, very cool. Uh, it's got the Lost Boys. It's got mermaids. It's got pirates. It's got everything. It's got everything a person of adventure needs. Um, and also, you don't grow up. And the Aww. the story, <laughs> the other story, at least a rumor, I don't know what it is. Somebody told me, Kat, you might know something about this, uh, that the real story of Peter Pan 
the reason why the boys never grow up is because Peter Pan takes them into the woods and kills them before they grow up. I did hear something creepy like that. Like it was almost a kind of utopia scenario where they never grow up because they're actually dead. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But Peter murders them? Like a them? euphemism for heaven almost. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's what I heard. But either way, uh, fine. Whatever. Kill me. If that's yeah. where I go, great. You can fly there. Yeah. You can fly. You can fly. Mm-hmm. You can fly. You can fly. Um, but yeah, no, Neverland's cool. Uh, there's been a few different like uh, iterations of it through storytelling. Like obviously this Hook with uh, uh, Robin Williams. And who is the guy who plays Hook? Famous name. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. That's right. I remember when I remembered that. I was like, oh, my God, he did play Hook. <laughs> um, ah, good form, Peter. Um, very. Who's the woman who plays uh, Corella DeVille in the 101? Dustin Dalmatian? Hoffman. <laughs> What's her name? Glenn, Glenn Close. Close. Same time, maybe me a little before you. Uh, <laughs> what a firebender. <laughs> uh, that's from. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are you going with this? Uh, Glenn Close is in uh, Hook. I was reading about this recently, and I, it triggered like a memory long since like buried in my brain. That in Hook, remember they put that that guy in a in a box and they drop scorpions in it. Mm-hmm. That's Glenn Close. What? That guy? <laughs> yeah, she's that the guy. guy is Glenn Close. <laughs> That's so weird. That is very weird. Um. Yeah, but I so but I haven't seen a few iterations of Peter Pan. I love the story of Peter Pan. I think it's I just it's it's one of my. One of my Disney favorites. Um, we were talking about pin trading earlier. I, I'm trying to collect some some Peter Pan pins. Peter Pan and Jungle Book are my new two collections. Um, Good choices. The um, I have I've never seen Finding Neverland. I didn't see that new. One pan? Did you see pan? Yeah, it's actually really good. Is it good? All right, thank yeah. you. I was waiting for one person to say it was good so I could watch it. <laughs> I, I really like the story, so I'm a little biased, but it looks really cool. I just saw that picture of uh, Hugh Jackman. He's in it. Is it Hugh Jackman? I don't remember. But uh, Yeah, I think you're right. I think he plays Hook, right? Yeah. Captain Hook. But um, <clears throat> I saw a picture of him with like a wig, and I was like, wow, that's a really bad wig. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, can you just Google... Uh, pan Captain Hook wig. Oh. I wonder what will happen. What will come up? Uh, <clears throat> and then I was just like, I'm not gonna be able to take this movie seriously. Oh, never mind. That's not gonna work. <laughs> okay. Just, uh, just yeah. All right, I'll find it. Yeah, you, you find it. But, but, um, but no, Neverland. Um, I just something about it. You, I mean, we've been to Disney World, right? Everyone here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were all there at one point at the same time. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. um, have you gone? Did you walk through the Peter Pan ride? Yeah, the that's the one where you sit in like the pirate ship, right? And it takes you through right. the story. But did I've you, never did, done it. Did you walk? Did you have you really never done it? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? I know. Are you serious? I have, I'm going to go in mid March and I'll do it then. Oh my god, you're missing out. Um, <laughs> it's it's amazing, but uh, did you, it's like one of the first rides too. I can't. Yeah, I've just never done um, it. Cat, did you walk through the line or did you do a fast pass? Uh, I did it when I was like uh, maybe 20 years ago, so I don't. What remember. the hell's going on here? You don't go every single time. What's no. wrong with you two? No, nope. I'm so offended. Tell us. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> um, but the ride is uh, it's awesome, and you go through all that stuff, and um, it's just. But the thing they redid was they went over um, the queue line for it, and you like go through like Wendy's bedroom and all that stuff, and it's really really cool. Uh, that whole world is awesome, but Neverland is spectacular. Um, it's just if you're 
please hit enter on that keyboard. You Why? Because you have the search ready. Just hit enter so we can see the picture. Well, the people can't see it. Is it this? <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at uh, do photos. Okay, you mean images? Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, look at that bad. Look at how bad that wig is in that second oh. photo. Oh, you know oh, what? Or the third, the th- fourth one too. I was thinking of the other Peter Pan movie that came out maybe like ten years ago. Not this one. Finding Neverland. Was it Finding Neverland? The, the I thought it was just Freddy called Peter Highmore? Pan. Yeah. Uh. The one with Freddie Highmore in it? There's too many Peter Pan movies. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I didn't realize it until right now. <laughs> uh, uh, the 2003 like, one, I think, is the one I'm thinking of. There was also like a couple animated ones that came out recently that were pretty stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the Peter Pan I'm thinking of. That one was pretty good. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't even I know I forgot this about one. this one. How often are there like fucking Peter Pan films? Who plays and, Peter Pan in this? Like, Who is that kid? He looks like, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Brandis, but that's not Jonathan Brandis. In 2003, it could have been, right? No, Jonathan Brandis was definitely dead by then. <laughs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> taking it down a notch. Um, but Captain <laughs> Captain Hook is played by Draco Malfoy's dad, and he also plays Mr. Darling in a dual role. So they're trying to impress upon you that parents are the true villains when you're trying to grow up. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Of course they are. They're just keeping you down. Yeah, yeah. but that's my number three. Cat. Didn't, didn't Allison Williams play Peter Pan recently too? She did, and it was horrific. It was bad. Yeah, it was real bad. Oh, but I, I mean, really love her. none I of I love her too. But none of those like live musicals, except for the ones that Fox do, are good. Um, so my number three is a different Michael Schur universe. It's <laughs> The Good Place. Oh yeah, yeah. So, well, okay, so we have to be careful about the way we talk about yes. this. Yes, so I'm not, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to talk about it as little as possible. Okay. But The Good Place is when... It's on NBC. On NBC. Two seasons. Uh, when you die, you go to either The Bad Place or The Good Place. And The Good Place is a neighborhood that is filled with your favorite things. So your dream house is where you live in The Good Place neighborhood. It's full of your favorite restaurants and uh, you get your soulmate in the good place, but it's just very—it's a very sweet kind of charming place. Nice pastel colors. It's very calming. Ted Danson is there. You get uh, you get Janet. Janet is great. I love Janet. She's my personal favorite. Yeah, she's like a human Siri, basically. Yeah, you can ask her for anything, and she'll give you anything you want. And she knows everything in the universe. Yep. So it just seems like a very nice idyllic place to live. Yeah, um, I love the good place and when we stop recording let's talk season two have you watched season two yes. all right you two yeah settle down <laughs> uh, uh that show by the way something you may not know about nbc's the good place is that it is loaded with twists and turns and plot like plot twists galore i did not expect that it's a I'm very like, exciting show yeah yeah i did not expect that it's really really funny it's super like um uh, what's uh, you know, kind of like a uh, Parks and Rec, where mm-hmm. like uh, it's good natured. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, yeah, it's very sweet humor, but there's still some like really good singers in there. Yeah, it's not it's not boring nice. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but, and a good place, even though it's a good place, is very interesting. For sure, a very interesting neighborhood. And I can't believe that show has that show takes so many twists and turns. I was surprised mm-hmm. literally every episode. Yeah, especially in the first season. They the creators were saying that they wanted to channel Lost, and that you just never knew what to expect. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, good pick, good pick, cat. Another good pick. I might vote for your list this week. <laughs> oh. and, I, and I made mine. <laughs> All right, 
All right, right. my next one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know nothing about The Good Place, so I got nothing to say about it. Nothing. Okay, uh, my number two. one. Two? Two. Deuce. My number two is a catalog. <laughs> <laughs> the world's the catalogs in, uh, invent because it's all serene, normal, and uh, perfectly distilled life. If you could pick one catalog world, though, which one would it be? <laughs> um, it would be L.L. Bean, Land's End, maybe Patagonia. Oh, let me think. Yeah, Delia's. Yeah, Delia's. <laughs> yeah, Delia's. I think just lo- loaded with like one dollar jewelry. Yeah, ball chain necklaces, <laughs> lots of reds and yellows. I feel like Delia's is the only place still selling like those choker necklaces, right? Yeah, I think them and Hot Topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just the catalogs are pick a catalog, BWK. Um, no, I think it, it's it's a genre in its own. Don't you think? No, Matt, it depends you, on the catalog. I know you want to uh, be obstinate to this, but just know that you agree with me. <laughs> 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 just know it. Cat asked you what catalog too. I don't see you giving her a hard time. I didn't. We chatted about it. Yeah, I asked the same two different responses. Cat <laughs> asked you a question. Nice conversation. I asked you the same question. Attack. <laughs> well, because you're trying to get me. Because you're a firebender. I am not. You're He's to, the firebender. No, you're the firebender. You are. I've been much more. No, you're the, the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but I just mean. Well, I picked it, and I picked catalogs as a whole. All right. So, what are some catalogs that you like? Because obviously there's there's catalogs that inspired you to make this pick. (laughs) So what catalogs are you looking through? You're being a jerk. You asshole. (laughs) Well, okay. Can we say advertisements then? Would that be an easier out? Uh, Sure. Sure. I like catalog. (laughs) Oh, see, you do agree with me. Yeah, I like catalogs. Oh, yeah. Just like a distilled life. (laughs) Moments of, uh, you know, all the uh, catalogs only... Can you think of an advertisement? I'd probably go with like a Wayfair catalog. Maybe <laughs> Sears. Like, oh, yeah. That's perfect, too. Oh, yeah. That's oh, good. Or love, like Ikea catalog. Yeah. yeah. I would love a clean room the way a catalog shows mm, a clean room. Right? Oh, yeah. Fully Ooh. decorated, Fully. nicely made bed, crisp sheets. Not a speck of death. Mm-hmm. Dust. Death. <laughs> <laughs> Firebender. <laughs> I said dust. Well, I meant to anyway. Classic bloodbender. Uh, not a speck of death. I mean dust. <laughs> Yeah, they're like just like purely clean uh, environments. And then, you know, you have uh, if there are people in in these uh, ads, they're at their absolute peak happiness. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I have uh, I know this um, this woman who like uh, works for Wayfair and like does those like photo setups and things like that. And she's always like posting photos like on her Facebook. It looks like a cool job, but like really weird just to like huh you just put that room together huh just to take a picture of it you're gonna take it apart <laughs> yeah that's all right that's actually interesting how many different sheets did you just take a picture of i know right yeah or you think of like ikea where they're just like building the perfect room 300 times and building all of that ikea furniture just to take a picture of it and then take it apart again and then yeah. burn that it. sounds infuriating yeah yeah I, w- I actually went to ikea a couple days ago and Oh, man, do I love those rooms. Like, all those rooms, like, oh, yeah, that's the way I want to set up a room. Mm-hmm. And I walk into another room. Oh, oh, actually, this would be a good way to set up a room. 
And then those multicolored couches, like they're not practical. No one's gonna buy one of those multicolored one of those couches. So cool! But they look so cool. They really do. But you know, you put it in your house, it's gonna look weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Catalogs, baby. All righty, catalogs. Cool. All right. So my number two. Yep. Uh, My number two is Camp Crystal Lake. (laughs) Okay. Oh well, you don't want to live there. You just like it. No, I I don't want to live there. But um, (laughs) it's very cool. It's such a uh, like an in like a. Just a staple, like a horror staple of the scary campground. Um, and Not the only horror movie to take place in a campground, no. but the definitive one. Right, yeah. yeah. The one that everybody knows. Um, and it's just like, the thing about it too is like, that's like what I thought of camp forever. Like, oh, you going to camp? They're like, yeah. In my head, you're going to a camp like Camp Crystal Lake when it's really you're going to like your local YMCA yeah. to like make like a birdhouse out of popsicle sticks. Um, but like <laughs> kids would be like, I'm going to, ca- I, I went over, I went to camp this summer and in my head, cause I never went to camp ever, not once. So that was like, oh, you went to camp Crystal Lake or something like that. Minus the murder, I would assume. Uh, but then speaking of the murder, then it gets really scary. And it's just like, it's, I, I like it cause it's just like, um, something that could be so positive and fun during the day and just the, like, no. Without even like with the absence of Jason Voorhees, a scary place at night. Uh, but I just I don't know. I love it. I love the way it looks. I love the the very tropey cabinness of it. Is that your phone, BWK? No, was, I activated Spotify through my watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Firebender. Uh, but yeah, no, Camp Crystal Lake is just um, I, I love it. I love the aesthetics of it. It's great. I tried to uh, do like a, a horror camp at the haunted house this year. And uh, I couldn't execute it the way I wanted to because everyone was like, they couldn't see my vision for it. That sounds really cool, though. Right? It does sound really cool. Yeah. If you did like a wood walk, like yeah. walk. It, it, was, it was for the trail. It was a oh, hayride. Man, that would have been awesome. It would have been awesome, except everyone fought me on it and it got to the point where I'd no longer work there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that's what that was the, the breaking point? The owner said, a campground this place is too happy and accused me of not knowing what haunt like what haunted houses are even though as we all just agreed to it is one of the most definitive tropes in the horror genre and the whole what? thing was by design because last year october had a friday the 13th in it yeah and i was yeah. trying to do a cross promotion it was it was the most frustrating thing to to try to explain to people why this is a good idea and them to just look at you with deer in the headlights and not understand why it's the best idea. That seems like a no-brainer. It does seem like a no-brainer. And pretty unique because I haven't (laughs) seen like a campground. Well, I mean, you said it would be part of the hayride. It was the hayride. The whole whole concept of the hayride last year was that you were going to tour this campground. Um, But the whole point of it was like, so I... We repainted everything to be like clean camp. Mm-hmm. And then one of the things that we asked for, well, I asked for, I was like, can we change the lighting so it looks more like a normal camp grounds lighting? They didn't do that. So they just put, it's just like the level of uh, effort that place wants to put into their haunts is so minimal that to do such a huge overhaul was like, I knew it was going to be challenging, but I was like, I think I can get it done. And it's just, I ran into every roadblock possible from everybody. So you're not doing a haunt this year? Uh, I I have no haunt home at the moment, no. Um, huh. But it, it got to be such a point where when it didn't, um, when the end result wasn't like as magnificent as I thought it was going to be, um, people then blamed me because it was my idea. And I was like... That's so shitty because you didn't get the resources I you didn't, needed. Not, not even yeah. close. Not even close. And I was like, you could... 
because it was a Friday the 13th, I was like, we could change for one night only. We can put all of the like horror actors and we can just make, put like five Jason Voorhees throughout that ride, right? And yeah. it keep because that's what he does. He pops up everywhere. Yeah. And like you could market that. This place would be fucking loaded out of the ass. We just talked about <clears throat> what, like the Max and Central Perk and these pop-up places being wildly successful. Yeah. It would have been the only <clears throat> haunted place in New England that you go through a fucking campground on Friday the 13th. That would have fucking made yeah. bank. I would have went. Yeah. Everybody yeah, would have went. And I never go. Yeah. I don't just like kidding. haunted houses either, but that would have been a really cool experience. Right. Just kidding. I, I go every year. But, uh, but I pay full price. Thank you very much, Matt. But apparently I don't know what I'm doing and they do. That's why they hired me for the past 10 years. Actually, you got me in last year or two years ago. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you you, you could have came whenever you wanted. I could have just comped your tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, I mean to say you've taken care of me in the past before. I, of course. I accused you of not doing that. Before. Oh, no, I definitely. But uh, but that, but that but Camp Crystal Lake, I love the place. I love the game. I love the movies. I love it at all. I love it all. It's great. All right. Cat, number two. My number two is Kurt Occurs from Pushing Daisies. Cat, <laughs> oh I love you so much. <laughs> what is it? Kurt Occurs. So it's the town that Pushing Daisies takes place in. Um, it translates to Heart of Hearts. Oh, Kurt Occurs. And it's a very storybook town. It looks like a pop-up book almost. Like everything is very paper doll looking it's lots of bright colors lots of Ooh, greens like and oranges and yellows um in the whole patterns, show so yeah, many patterns. patterns it's the show is about uh a, a pie maker named ned who works at the pie hole which i think <laughs> is a super clever name for a pie shop uh and he has the ability to bring people back to life by touching them but if he touches them twice then they are dead forever so he teams up with a detective to solve murders sorry one last rule yep. if, if that person's alive for more than one minute someone else has to die to yes, take their to place replace them. Hmm. matt i think you would love this show yeah. I, I think i wanted to watch it <laughs> and i never got around to it it's it's not on anymore right no it was only two seasons the brian fuller show so they're two excellent seasons and then that's all you got but I really like the juxtaposition of it being kind of a weird, kind of morose story of of death and dying. But you have this beautiful, bright right. world. And it feels very storybook in that a lot of the characters have alliterative names. Um, like Charles Charles is a character and Charlotte Charles is his daughter. <laughs> and there's um, like a synchronized swimming team that they're darling mermaid darlings. So it just feels very like fairy tale ish but it's such a dark concept that revolves around oh. death and that also has this really great like um so one of the things that people love about the office is the jim and pam right you know like, yeah they they're never quite together and even when they get together they separate them by like sending pam off to mm -hmm. like another place or jim off to another place because they want that tension yeah this show creates that tension instantly between the two main characters yeah uh chuck and ned because uh, Ned, you gotta talk directly more <clears throat> into that mic. Why? I'm looking I'm right at it. What's going on with me? <laughs> uh, Ned brings Chuck back from the de from the dead. Yeah, and he can never touch her again, or yeah. she'll die again. Yeah, but he loves her so much that he sat. He knowing the rule that someone else has to die in her place, he lets that happen, and they try. They do kinds of cutesy things like they'll kiss through like plastic wrap, wrap yeah. and they can't even hold hands so they're deeply in love with each other but they can never physically touch so it creates that tension always so they can be together but they can't be together oh, 
I just yeah. had a very matte thought in my head. Which is? I don't want to say it. I'll ruin the show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just ruin the show. But uh, uh, I know where you're going. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it has to do with what you're thinking, but <laughs> it's, it's probably not the specific thing that you're thinking. Well, I'll the, tell you off air. I don't want to ruin the show for everyone. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, did they watch each other masturbate? That'd probably be like one way to like kind of get your rocks <laughs> off without touching each other. Oh, they probably do. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they don't cover it specifically. Yeah. <laughs> but. All right. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like a beautiful, sweet world. So it's my number two. Well, clean house, Matt. All right. If you like the show, the sports show, go to patreon.com slash top five of death where you can get the access to uh, what's goofing. <clears throat> Uh, the past like five minutes, my throat has been doing nothing but closing. Why don't you drink some of that water that's right in front of you? I don't want to drink it. I want to sound like I've been smoking. <laughs> like a, um, ah, forget it. Like a what? I was going to say like a Lane Stritch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> anyway, patreon.com slash top five of death. You support the, the show at a $5 level. You get access to What's Goofing, the weekly bonus show with me and Fro. Uh, also, go to top five of death.com where you can get links to our Facebook our Twitter and our Instagram, facebook.com slash top five of death, where we've been doing pretty good with the, keeping those conversations going uh, with the fans and talking about our lists and just the topic. It's been a lot of fun, so let's keep it up. Uh, and then also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, uh, top five of death um, at both of those. And if you want to write a death on how you died listening to the show, send it to top five of death at gmail.com. Uh, Kat, what are your plugs? You can find us, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Conquest Podcast. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and iTunes and we're at uh, wasted-minds.com cool beans now I asked the question last week that somebody answered and I said I would read it um, <clears throat> we asked the question why do you get taxes back because um, me and Fro didn't know we were like why do you get money back at all we had no idea uh, so uh, a fan wrote in uh, John listener Vernick a listener a fan fan death oh John I know this kid you know him well, I mean, I, I see his name all the time. So he answered the question. He said, the tax question posed, you get money back because you initially, t- uh, you are initially taxed based solely on your income and the number of dependents you are claiming without factoring in whatever deductions, credits, and things of that nature you might have. So once those that get factored in or you get money back, it means you did, uh, you did pay too much in. So they give it back. One way you can end up not paying enough is having two jobs that you split more or less evenly so you can end up paying both a lower rate than you would have if all the income had been at once uh, at one place because of how tax brackets work. If uh, And that isn't factored into such things if you split your work. That is, you read that like somebody reading something in another language. <laughs> <laughs> like uh or or like you found an instruction manual for a product you've never seen <laughs> the uh the the text on my monitor is a little small and like my microphone's a little far away i should have got closer that's why i was having a hard time i'm getting old 32 god damn it all right so those are the things number right. one bwk <laughs> okay uh my number one is the world of bioshock oh i almost put rapture on my list did you really yeah see i would go with columbia huh why see, don't you two fight Okay. <laughs> Physically? Yep. Uh, what? I don't want to enter that fight, actually. I, 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 waterbender versus waterbender never would happen. Mm. You're not a waterbender. Get mm. over it. You wish, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I love the world of Bioshock. I think it's so incredible. It's cool. It's a horror landscape, which is nice. Um, <clears throat> in Colombia, so there's Rapture, which is the city at the bottom of the ocean. 
and then in Colombia is the city at the uh, in the sky, right? Um, the one at the bottom of the ocean is a straight up horror scape, right? Uh, this beautiful nineteen fifties style uh, city, just completely wrecked and taken over by these things called splicers, which are people who have genetically mod- modified their their body so much that they've become like almost like junkies junkies yeah so they're like obsessed with modifying their bodies and getting more um basically getting like getting high off of that um and it gets them really desperate and they start killing people for it and that's the world of rapture the world of columbia though is more about like science and inventors like they don't they worship like inventors instead of you know gods and yeah and things like that and uh and it's very it's got kind of like almost like a little bit of a steampunk vibe to it but not steampunk you know what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> all right not like the style not like hot air balloons and nobody not everybody's wearing goggles and well stuff. they do have a little bit of that too but <laughs> so it's just like it doesn't have that like silly steampunkish yeah. thing uh it feels more grounded in reality uh but it also has that the cool um genetic modification stuff that i think is interesting and fun um and it just like seems like just such a stylized uh, place to live, huh? Yeah. yeah, just aesthetically, both worlds are so cool. Yeah, I never got very to play well, those games. Very well developed. As with Pushing Daisies, Matt, I know I'm very far behind on a lot of stuff. You would love, you would love the original two. I heard um, this other podcast was like doing some other list of some kind, and one of the things they did was they played like a creepy recording of a guy talking about a bunny. From oh Bioshock? I've oh, played yeah. that recording. On maybe this it was show. you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. That's something I would like. Yeah, that's a uh, Sander Cohen. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. It's like a mad composer. This is from Bioshock One. And he wrote a poem about like trying to pull the ears off of bunnies. Right. Ugh. Yeah. I, have you heard that cat? It's creepy. Yeah, it's very creepy. Very creepy. Yeah. Actually, all of this oh, dude, maybe I should switch to Rapture. Uh oh! No, no, no! You, you can't pick a catalog. I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Columbia. So, uh, Columbia has some of the same creepiness, but it's much brighter, and it's more like um, there's like kind of like time travel-y, parallel universe style okay. stuff going on. Um, very very cool stuff. Cool. Bioshock. Bioshock, baby. My number one uh, is Halloween Town from the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> that um, is like where you belong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to be there. That place is great. Everything about it is wonderful. Um, everyone's so nice, and it's very scary and fun and lighthearted. And ah, man, just the aesthetics. Tim Burton's aesthetics. I just yeah. I feel like you you love it or you hate it. Yeah. I don't know. It's like yeah, I kind of like it. It's like no, it's it's a pretty extreme look. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but I man, just. Everything's so great in that um, that film in that town, and everything's so well thought out and well rounded. And I love looking at like the like the the character models and like the little like the models that they use for to film it. And you just look at it like Jesus, like that's so cool. I'd love to live in that place. Yeah, yeah. You can tell that he just put so much thought and heart into it, and it's such a bright place despite it being such a dark like, color palette. Right. It's very cool. Yeah, like everything. You know, I had this thought about Halloween Town the other day. Do you do they die? Because there's graveyards all over that place. Right. Are those dead Halloween Town people? 
Probably. Or are they just ghosts? Like, because they're all take on the form of a like you know creature, monster, mm-hmm. something like that. So, are those people like? Are you born a ghost and you live in a graveyard? Like, no, how does that work? It's almost all right. So, if I if I had to make sense yeah, of it, I'm asking you to. I would imagine that um, you never truly die, but you will become a ghost. If that makes sense. Okay. So, like, your body might expire, but you just eventually become a ghost. Which hmm. I don't know. It didn't. I don't know. If, if that was the case, this place would be so crowded. There'd be no nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Halloween Town, man. Ugh, I just I can't get enough of it. I, if I'd love to have a bunch of stuff from there, like I I have to stop myself from collecting Nightmare Before Christmas stuff because I know there's so much of it. It's the same. And it's so new metal. It's the same reason. Ugh, I know it's not. That sucks. I know it's not that movie's fault. Like I said, it's been grandfathered in above being new metal. Um, but that and like Simpson stuff, I don't collect either because. I'll I'll go nuts. I mean, I, I haunted mansion. Too it's too much. I'll have to get everything, and I can't, I I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. I can't afford it. How do you deal with being gifted those things, though? So because I have so much Simpsons and Nintendo stuff that I was gifted. Maybe if that was like a hard rule I made, I was like, I only will take gifts of this, but I won't. If someone got me, let's say if there was like a five piece set, and somebody got me one of them, I have to go get the other four. Yeah. I have that, to complete that's, it. That's your compulsion for sure. Definitely. Yeah. It's like I I, I need it. Like, that's not a judgment. No no no. I I, I don't deny it. Megan got me. <laughs> Megan got me uh, a Hulk like one of those like lamps that like kind of looks like he's punching through the wall. That's awesome. I was like, well, I got to get the left hand in his face. She's like, no, you don't. You don't have to do that. I was like, well, I know that they make them, and I want the whole set. If you're gonna get me one, she's like, no. She's like, if I knew that, I wouldn't have gotten it for you at all. I was like, well. Lesson learned, right? <laughs> Either get me all three or just expect me to get the rest of them. Um, but yeah, Halloween Town's great. Cat, uh, what's your number one? My number one is Gotham. Ooh. Ooh, that was on Froze list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just, again, another great Tim Burton world that he created for Batman, Batman and Batman. So you're picking that Returns. version? No. See, there's so many versions of it. It's right. kind of like Neverland where there's a billion different versions. If I had to pick one specific version of Gotham. And you don't, but go ahead. If But if I did, it would be the Batman animated series. Oh, hell Gotham. yeah. That's a great Gotham. Yeah, that's my favorite Gotham. Just aesthetically, it has kind of a mixture of, you know, steampunky and a little bit of that art deco style. And, but just Gotham as a whole, it creates such a cool noir vibe for every story and just that's where some of the best villains in comic book history live. Um, Batman's one of my favorite heroes. And I just, the the world of it um, is one of my favorites. And I don't know if I necessarily want to live there because it's so dangerous. It's so crime-ridden. But, yeah. <laughs> but I just, I love it so much. It's who's, it's endlessly intriguing. Who's your favorite Batman villain? My favorite Batman oh, villain? Oh, well, uh, and you can't pick the Joker. Yeah, obviously. Um, cause it's, I mean, he's the best one, right. right? but aside from the Joker, I would say probably Scarecrow. Nice. I really like a lot. Um, that's a good, pick. I like the idea of being able to play with fear and I, you, also, <laughs> I know <laughs> that's so funny. You've actually like picked a few dark things. I think that secretly you want to be scared. Are you like when you know, like when you're like a kid? Because yeah. a cat, like notoriously, is like really bad with 
being afraid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, like when you're a kid and like you kind of want to get scared. Yeah. You know, you picked like Area Indiana and even like Pushing Daisies is dark. Yeah. And now Gotham. Mm-hmm. I think you want to be it's more. A cry for help. Yeah. You want to be more scared <laughs> than you are letting yourself be. I think so. It's a subconscious thing rising to the, the top there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotham's great. I love the, um, like you said, like the architecture mm-hmm. is very cool. And like, and putting that, like it gives a noir feel to everything is, is right on the money. Um, one thing, but the speaking specifically to the animated series Gotham, one thing I really liked about that show and that Gotham, um, probably because of like its medium of like being animated or whatever was mm-hmm. like, that was like one of the, that's like the most lived in versions of Gotham yeah, that I've sure. ever seen. Cause I was like, you see people like out, and about mm-hmm. because they would have to see the villain of the week perpetrating some crime at like a carnival or something like that. Right. But it was like a lot of times, like especially in like the comic books, um, you it's just referred to as Gotham, right? right? You don't see anything really going on. You don't see like a coffee shop. It's always like, here's a body and here's a villain and here's a factory. And it's like, okay. But in the animated series, you would see people like, you would see the people of Gotham like living in Gotham, which was cool. Yeah, and you get to see like Bruce not being Batman, but being Bruce living in Gotham and what that's like right. for him and yeah. his interaction with the people. So you can understand why he wants to protect it as much as right. he Right, and like the good parts that are like worth right. saving, right? BWK, Gotham? Yeah, I love it. I, I like Batman's villains better than like most any other villains. Like, oh, definitely. Yeah, it's I a strong rogues gallery for sure. Yep. Say that again? A rogues gallery. I've never heard that term before. It's like a collection of villains. Yeah. Come on. Get with it. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Batman's villains are some of the best that there are in comic books. Uh, Who's your favorite? And you can't say Joker. Can I say Scarecrow? Yeah. Okay, because it would be him. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, have a soft spot for Poison Ivy, too. Yeah, she's kind of sweet. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you care to weigh in? Can't say Joker. Can't say Scarecrow. Uh, Riddler. Riddler's a good one. Fucking too. Riddler. Yeah. That's my that's my third choice. Not Poison Ivy. Get out of town. <laughs> Get out of town, Poison Ivy. <laughs> it's Riddler town. Uh, but they're all great. Watch. Uh, what if I said Two-Face? What if I said the Penguin? Yeah. They're oh, all great. Man, Two-Face God. is great, too. Could right. they have better villains? That's Probably not. Chandler, but <laughs> no, I'd, say, I'd say the only other person on the other side of the, the coin in Marvel who has like a comparable rogues gallery would probably be Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. Because he's got a lot of good ones. But a lot of them are like a little bit like the you know, like uh like Green Goblin's kind of like the Joker, yep, right, and then like uh, what are the other ones? Other ones what? Doc, Doc Ock. Oh, Doc, Doc Ock. Ock. Yeah, and um, then uh, the Sandman's kind of like clay facey, and then he can yeah. manipulate his body into other shapes and forms. And Venom, Venom, and Carnage. You guys see the trailer for the new Venom movie? Uh, yeah, the Tom Hardy story. Yeah, I just call it that because there's no Venom in it. It's just Tom Hardy <laughs> being Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to watch the hell out of it. I mean, I'm going to watch it too. Right. It's Tom Hardy. Yeah. Well, Venom, two of my favorite see things. See, they're opening night. You want to go? Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> hey, I'll get tickets right now. If it's an IMAX, I uh, got gonna, my seat. Yeah, I got to be there. I was there yesterday. Uh, all right, cool. All right, well, uh, that concludes Top 5 Fictional Places. Uh, Kat, thank you so much uh, for joining us this week. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, you can come on whenever you want because there'll be an opening probably week to week <laughs> <laughs> with the way our schedules work. Uh, BWK, any uh, words of advice for the people at home? <laughs> yeah, check out Conquest at Conquest Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Podomatic. Uh, you guys will love it, I promise. Yeah, do that. Do that. Or wasted-minds.com. 
There you go. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. And as always, smell you later.